0: Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play, powered by BlueBet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. This is the Betfair Brownlow Lowdown. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Our penultimate show before our final show before the twenty twenty two Brownlow medal. So with things are heating up with a round to play, uh, the betfair Brownlow low down, three years in a row, the betfair Brownlow predictor has predicted the Brownlow medalist and also the runner-up as well. uh, Tommy
1: Haylock is back with us for another week, a big week. Tommy, hello, mate. It is a huge week. It is absolutely enormous, Round 23, and I can't wait to talk about Friday night. What a match that's going to be, Brisbane versus Melbourne, in terms of the Brownlow. But, um, yeah, it's heating up. We've only got one round to go. So this is um, make or break time for those uh, looking to, to win a Brownlow.
0: Certainly is. You can lay a bet on AFL Markets only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've got a clear favourite at the top of the Betfair predictor. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But every week we like to recap your 3-1 best bets. Uh,
1: starting with your one vote best bet. Uh, how did you go? Oh, a little bit lucky. Saved by 14 seconds, I think, here. I just went some head-to-heads. Um, I backed Brisbane to beat St Kilda. I thought they were value at the seventy. They won comfortably enough. Got the chocolates there Tick with that And Melbourne to beat Carlton I took the shorts And we did the show last Wednesday That was before Crips got let off So Yes um, So there was big news to come after our show um, After we recorded the show last week So that changed some things And we might touch on what happened there It was amazing scenes With Brownlow Metal Markets Going AWOL with Crips out And suddenly back in And it was amazing So um, Got the chocolates there Brisbane to beat St Kilda Melbourne to beat Carlton um, The double was nice Your yeah. two votes Two votes. Uh, Oliver at 6.20, I said to back him. Um, he had 29 disposals, 8 inside 50s, 19 contested possessions. He didn't firm much. He might get a vote. We'll touch on that. But um, he's still around that $6 mark at the moment. And my three-voter, no good, my three-voter. Um, after a good couple of weeks, per tracker, He unlikely to get a get a vote there. So tighter game than in, expected. I thought Melbourne would beat uh, Carlton Quite convincingly, actually, I was pretty confident Melbourne would beat Carlton. Uh, now, if you've got any Brownlow predictor
0: queries or questions, or if you've got some suggestions of your own, zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen, you can text in at any stage. Let's go through where we think possible votes are going to land from round twenty two, Tommy. Starting with St Kilda uh, and Brisbane. You mentioned uh, Brisbane got that fifteen point win in the end. The big, the big news from a Brownlow
1: perspective, um, St Kilda versus Brisbane, was Lockie Neal. Now. Marcus Winhager, He got the Rising Star nomination. He, he tagged did. Lockie Neal. Um, that was an enormous performance. So he had 21 disposals himself, kept Lockie Neal to 16 possessions, a season low. So no votes coming Lockie Neal's way. Do you reckon there's a sign for Melbourne this week? Do you reckon they... Well, they've. so the teams have come
0: in for tonight. Yes. and uh, The teams have come in tonight for, uh, obviously, the round 23. And... They've brought Harms back into the starting 22. So Harms is the, the, the player that tagged Neil out of the game uh, when mm. they met earlier in the season, when Melbourne gave Brisbane a touch-up. Uh, they've brought him back in. He's been medical sub the last couple of weeks. Interesting. So he uh,
1: he is back in, and you would expect him to get that job. Well, maybe that's... I might add that to my plays, my three-two-one. That's great insight. Thank you. Um, yeah, I might be laying... Uh, Lockie Neal again at the price at the moment. But I think Melbourne might get the chocolates uh, on Friday night, but we'll touch on them in a minute. Yeah, Cam Rayner, probably a career pe- best um, best game. He, likely yep. three-voter. He was yep. enormous. Kicked four, kicked three in the last. Yeah. Won the game, got him over the line, and um, McCluggage and Mason Wood fighting out the other votes there. Coast Suns versus Geelong. Um, the two stars for Geelong all year, probably in the votes, really even game, and I'm talking about Jeremy Cameron and Cam Guthrie. They're the two highest on the Brownlow medal predictor for Geelong. Jeremy Cameron's been fantastic this year. He didn't kick a bag of goals, but he had 21 disposals again, had three goals, 10 score involvements. He's now in the top 10. So we'll have our markets Mm. up soon on uh, Betfair, Um, our top 10, top five. He's right up there. He's had an enormous year, Jeremy (laughs) Cameron. Cam Guthrie um, led the Cats and all with 30 disposals, 10 contested possessions, four clearances and a goal. And Mark Blitzels was the other one. Took Miller. He had an enormous game.
0: He did. Mark Blixar's though twenty-seven disposals, thirteen contested. He goes into the ruck as well, and um, two goals. If you, I, I like the fact that there's some out of the box thinkers in the All Australian selection committee Ooh. this year. Yep, they've they've changed a couple of spots and a couple of people have come in where I think who really push hard for them to say. Look at Mark Blixarff. Just look at the influence he's had. They're the best team in the comp, and he's one of their most influential players. Find a spot for him in the All-Australian. And it's
1: so hard because he doesn't really have a position. He's an ultimate no. swingman. So where do they put him? It's what the interchange is for. <laughs> yeah, true. Smack you him on spot. the bench. You'd think so. Like Geelong, and we, we've touched on this throughout our our shows, Geelong haven't had a standout player all season besides Jeremy Cameron, right? They've been such an mm. even output in terms of their Hawkins team. had
0: a very good year as well, but they they tend to do it by committee.
1: They are that's spot on. Well mm. said. Um, Took Stuart Miller.
0: was having a very very good year. Obviously until he got suspended, and he'll be a big he'll have a big say in their fortunes come finals as well.
1: And what ha- ha- Took Miller's game was big too. <laughs> are you thinking a sneaky one voter? I don't think he'll get votes. I think Blitzar's Cameron and Guthrie with the standouts. They got beaten comprehensively the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. But he had thirty eight disposals, twenty eight kicks, seven hundred and thirty four meters gained. They got beaten by sixty points, so he might be able to sneak one. Um, but yeah, what a game for in a losing team.
0: So we're gonna go through the leader the the, the bet fair um, Brownlow predictor, the leaderboard as it currently stands in just a moment. But we know that Christian Petrarca and we know that Clayton Oliver are at the very pointy end of uh, said predictor ladder. How did they fare you in your view and then the predictor's view for votes uh, in the win over Carlton?
1: Yeah, Petraka had twenty four to sp- Disposals one goal, one only one tackle. He's very unlikely to poll votes, so he drifted slightly in the market. Clayton Oliver was really good, second for disposals 29, uh, first for inside 50s with eight equal, uh, first for contested possessions. But Angus Brayshaw likely to get the three, he was enormous. Um, yeah. replicated his performances back from 2018. He came third in the Brownlow, if you remember that, amazing third or fourth. Third or fourth, yeah. I'm not can't remember. It says thirty. Definitely here. top I'll, five. Definitely I'll bet top my stats five. Here. Yeah. Um so he had thirty-eight disposals, um, nine better than the next blessed. Um amazingly, nineteen contested possessions, twelve clearances. So Steve May was big. He was big. Jake Melksham was fantastic up Wasn't forward as well. Goals. So he was a bit of the barometer. Um I doubt they get over the line without him obviously kicking four. <laughs> so um yeah, Clayton Oliver might pull one there. Pretty even performance per tracker, very unlikely. Um, and Andrew Broshor didn't affect the best players at all. Again, twenty-two disposals against West Coast and only the nine kicks. So he's yeah, had a he's bad had, end of the year. Yeah, he's he's gone a little bit cold. Mm. Um, in, in term uh, according to the
0: predictor, uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Sydney Collingwood. Uh, any uh, who? Where are the votes going according to the predictor? Yeah. Well, um, Swans uh, stopping that run of eleven straight of the pies.
1: Yes, as I mentioned, um, we'll have the top ten. We'll have the teams up very shortly on Brownlow uh, on BeFair
0: Callum Callum Mills Mills was a
1: a really interesting one. Top 10 in the Brownlow medal predictor. He might be a bit of value when the markets come up, uh, everyone out there. So um, he played terrific all-round game, likely to get the three. He had uh, 29 disposals, nine marks, seven tackles, 13 contested possessions. So he might get three. He's moved up to the top 10, amazingly, for Sydney. Again, like Geelong, a very even team that don't really have a standout there. They're doing it by committee, as you said, Sam. So, um, yeah, Callum Mills, one to keep an eye on when we get those futures markets up. Uh, well, let's have a look at that now Let's um, have a look at the market So what
0: we're looking at here 2022 Brownlow medal predictor All thanks to Betfair Gamble responsible one 858 858 Now at the top Clear by two and a half votes Lockie Neal uh, On 28 and a half votes You're expecting that he, um, he, he No votes in round 22 But a two-voter it's actually had a little, been a little quieter. Since the bye, you've got him polling in three games, um,
1: and they're two voters, not the three voters. Yeah, spot on. So he's found one better. Um, and the, if the predictor's right, Oliver's the only man that can catch him, basically. So obviously Melbourne versus uh, Brisbane on Friday night, 28.5, Oliver's on 26. Andrew Brayshaw, if he polls three or Christopher Tracker polls three, they could tie him based on our predictor. Um, but they're three votes, perfect three votes behind. Clayton Oliver's two and a half behind. Um, if Oliver, if Neil gets tagged on Friday night, it's going to be fascinating. But 28 and a half votes, Lucky Neil. He's $2.86 at the moment. We've got Andrew Brayshaw, $5.10. Clayton Oliver, $6.20. Took Miller, eight twenty. Patty Paddy Cripps, $9.40. Patraka, $11.00. So as it stands, Lockie Neal twenty eight and a half, Clayton Oliver twenty six votes, Andrew Brayshaw and Christian Pritchard even on twenty five and a half. Then you've got Cripps, Tookmiller, Callum Mills, Jeremy Cameron, and Sam Walsh making up that top seven or eight. Just worth remembering too that the Betfair Brownlow Predictor has
0: predicted the last three, three Three, Brownlow medalists and And the runner up. So it's Quinell the last two. So this is fascinating. So Friday night's going to decide who finishes in the top four. Out of Brisbane and Melbourne. What a round of football. It's also going to
1: decide potentially the Brownlow medalist, according to the Betfair Brownlow medal predictor. We've been talking about this since the first show I came on. I highlighted this match and said, and it's amazing it's come to fruition, that this night, it's got so so many ramifications, but the whole round in in itself, Carlton Collingwood, what a match that's going to be. I can't wait for that. Um, Yeah, it's... It's heating up. Who wins Friday night? That's the question, Sam. You got to. Uh, I think Brisbane win up there. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I I'm, genuinely, the market's fascinating. Like it's so even. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if Melbourne win if they tag Neil out of the game and Melbourne get well, the chocolates. I, they I got the wood over. I think D's. that
0: Fags will look to do something similar with either Petrarca or Oliver. It's just a matter of who he goes to. Who's more damaging? Uh, well, Petrarca, you would think is more damaging. Oliver harder to tag. Oliver, isn't it? I would think Oliver's harder to tag. Um, but I think that they've got someone there who could be very, uh, who could be fit for the job in Reese Matheson. But Beromina um, himself, I think he could be the one. Um, but it's going to be what? What is going to? You've got a defence at the moment that's struggling for Brisbane defensively. They're not where they want to be. But an attack from Melbourne that's not where they need it to be. That's um, always
1: been Melbourne's issue over the last two years Yeah, they got well. it right
0: in the back end the of last year there, and yeah. in the finals, and it, and it clicked, Yep. but it's not clicking for them now. I think they've fallen to about 17th for goals for inside 50 efficiency. They're just low 20%. Really interesting. Um, so that's going to be a struggle. What, what hasn't happened, and Brisbane are the highest um, scoring team in the comp, but the argument is that since Hipwood and McStay and, and Dan, they haven't all really got it going on the same night. So if they can have the game that we think that that forward line can have, I, I think they can do some real damage because they'll stretch they'll stretch that Melbourne defence. And I just like them better at the Gabba.
1: What um, do we make of last time they met at the G? Obviously, Brisbane were oh, you can legless. take plenty
0: out of that. Yeah, they were awful. Brisbane that's, were That's awful. the worst game they played for two or three seasons. I reckon. Melbourne. Yeah. Were, and, and Melbourne were phenomenal.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um, I, a lot of people I speak to out there, and some of our listeners might feel the same, I'm just kind of waiting for Melbourne to click. They did it at the back end of last season. We got a mm. finals. Remember they beat Geelong after the siren, and, and since then they looked un- unbeatable, basically. Um, and then they started the season. I'm just waiting for them to replicate their their good form. But that that match, I'll be glued to my TV Friday night. I can't wait for that. Um, who wins out of Carlton Collingwood? Do you have a tip there, Sam? Just before we get to oh, I was watching footy
0: classified last night and they put a, a form line up. Um, the Ds were obviously ten and O from rounds one to ten. Um, Nine out of uh, the ten teams currently sitting outside the top eight. eight out of eleven teams sitting inside the top eight from rounds eleven to twenty two, they're five and six.
1: Mm. Um,
0: and against those top eight teams, they're three and five. Now Brisbane is one of those teams, but from defensive fifty to inside fifty, they're ranked tenth. And from defensive fifty to scores, they're ranked eleventh. I thought they were really telling stats. So there's just, they're just not the connectivity, the synergy, the whatever you want to call it. It's just not quite there at the moment for Melbourne. But they are a a very, I mean, they're they're elite. They are an elite team. So um, when it does click, it clicks in brutal and destructive fashion. We know. They've
1: probably also had a hard run. They've played seven or eight top eight teams yeah. in the last 10 or 11 rounds yeah, as well. Yeah, but, but
0: don't you want that when you're leading you into finals? Because that, that's who you're going to play in finals. Last year, they were primed and on a, an upward trajectory. Yep. At the moment, they're not playing the same way and as well at this stage of this year as they were at this stage of last year. So that's that's a concern. It
1: makes it so interesting. But I don't mystery. think Brisbane are either. Brisbane are hit and miss. They're yep. playing brilliant halves of football and yep. missing a quarter. and Yeah, it's... It's oh, such an interesting final round. It and then you got Carlton Collingwood. Who wins that?
0: I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. Six weeks ago, I did a predictive uh, top eight for the end of the year by tipping every result that I thought yes. how it would go. It hasn't always gone. To... <laughs> I had Carlton then, Hard but do to I see... have
1: Carlton now? I'm I'm not sure. Hard enough to tip week by week, let alone 10 weeks in advance. Yeah, yeah. I did not cop it. <laughs> hey,
0: um, we've got to look ahead to this round. Um, we'll give you the round firmers and drifters. And we'll get uh, Tommy's three, two and one best bets for this round. On the Brownlow Medal Predictor, it is all for Betfair. Uh, by the way, make sure you're always gambling responsibly. 1-800-858-858. But Betfair's Brownlow Predictor it has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. We will check you out on the other side of this. This is the Betfair Brownlow Lowdown. Betfair's Brownlow Predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time to have a look at some of the round 23 firmers and drifters. Tommy Haylock before we get to that, off the text. Tomo and South Morang I back Prentice at 60s when he won and Guthrie oh. has similar qualities and looks and looks. Uh, hard to go past Neil though. Uh, thank you for that Tomo. Roddo, uh, at the moment, equal ninth on the Betfair predictor is Cam Guthrie. It's got him at 16.5 votes alongside Dion Prestia. Just quickly, oftentimes the winner has a great back end of the year and comes home with a wet sail. There hasn't been many that have done that, amazingly. No, and we haven't, n- not many of our top five have had great. I mean, Petrar- Petrarch has polled regularly, but not but not looking at the Betfair predictor, not big votes.
1: And you know when you go and on the night, you see all the form guys for the Brownlow and they have vote, vote, vote. It's going to be different this year. There was a lot of people that had outstanding starts the year. Cripps is one of them. Cripps, um, we talk about Cripps now. He, what a turnaround it was. He moved to the bottom of the market for um, obviously getting suspended. We kept him in, but I got it a bit wrong last week, but he traded at small amounts over $180 and as much as $500 um, after he got suspended. Um he traded as low as two dollars ninety two earlier in the season, yeah. so he was very short price favourite. Um, so he's traded two ninety two and five hundred dollars in the same year, Big and he's now at eleven dollars. Yeah. Miller's stayed about the same recently. Brayshaw, um, amazingly, is still around that five fifty five thirty mark, considering he hasn't polled in his last six or seven matches. Oliver's steady at six dollars. Lockie Neal, two dollars sixty out to three dollars is now firming in a little bit at two dollars eighty six. Walsh is the big drifter. He hasn't polled um, recently. He's close to $50. He was $9.40 earlier in the year. So if you laid him at that $9.40 or $10 mark, you can make profit and back him back at the $50 and just trade that way. Some players to watch this weekend We were thinking before, who does
0: Fagan tag? Is it Oliver or Petrarca? uh, Go through both of their records against Brisbane in recent times.
1: Yeah, let's have a look at some stats. So Clayton Oliver, polling history versus Brisbane. Um, When they met round 15, he had 35 disposals, five coaches votes, um, eight um in the age votes and three herald sun votes likely to poll votes there they won by 64 so it might be a bit of a lottery he had 25 disposals in round 12 2021 no votes but before that round 8 2020 he had 28 disposals and two brown medal votes um and they beat brisbane in 2019 so they lost to brisbane two thousand nineteen, but beat him in 2018 he had 36 and 35 so he's had 35 disposals, 36 disposals and 35 disposals in the last four of his, or three of his last five games. So he polls uh, or plays well against Melbourne. Petraca, 31 disposals last time they met, unlikely to get votes. He got five coaches votes, but um, scored zero goals too. He had a good game when they met in that massive win against Brisbane. Um, before that, he's had 26, 24, 21, 24, 22 disposals. So it's been a bit quiet against Brisbane. So maybe they've done a job on him. Um, which is interesting. But he did poll three Browno votes um, last time last year in round 12, 2021. He had 26 and two goals. So he did all right then. Any other players we should be keeping an eye on for round 23? Well, Lockheed Neal's a big one, obviously. is leading the Brownlow medal predictor. Last time they played, they, they did a number on him. Um, he only had the 22 disposals. Not in the best. They got walloped. Um, round 12, 2021, when they played, he had 25 possessions, no Brownlow votes. But the round before that, uh, round 8, 2020, he had 33 disposals, 10 coaches' votes and three uh, Brown low votes. So um, he's in the mix. Then you've got the others. Andrew Brayshaw versus Gold Coast. He polled two votes when they met last year. He had 29 disposals, zero goals, one. Um, when they played each other at round nine, he had 26 disposals and played pretty well that game as well. Then you've got Cripps, the big one. Um, to big inclusion, the story all last week. Um, he's got an interesting record against... Collingwood he hasn't um, been overly good in the last few weeks um, or last few games against Collingwood he had 25 disposals when they met in round 11 it was a good game he had one goal one he was fourth best but they got beaten by four points um, before that he had 20 21 disposals last year and then in 2020 he only had 16 disposals so um, he's last two games three games um, unlikely to poll but before that he polled all right so um, a bit of hit and miss there from those players. It's nothing concrete. No players heading into this round that you can stamp and said they've they've dominated against this team. They're likely to do so again.
0: All right. Well, let's see what we can stamp. Give us your three, two, one for your best bets. Uh, make sure you are gambling responsibly, and remember you can lay bet on AFL markets only at Betfair. One 858
1: Because of what I've just read out, I found the actual stats and the Brownlow medal pretty hard to predict this week. There's no players that are really stamping their authority on the opposition. I think Melbourne are the value heading into Friday night. Um, It's a real 50-50 toss of the coin, but you're getting $2.10 Melbourne, so I'm leaning that way as my one vote. $2.10 at the moment. I'm happy to take that against Brisbane. They smashed them last time they met. I'm just waiting for Melbourne to click. I think the midfield might be dominant and uh, they can do a number on Lockie Neal there. So that's my one voter. Sammy 2 voter, I think Colton a really good value against Collingwood. You see teams that string lots of wins together, they lose one, they often lose two or three. Um Colton yeah, was superb there's, there's last week. Th- th-
0: there's a line of thought around that.
1: Colton was superb last week. They were I thought unlucky. they played I thought they played really good football. They impressed me and I think if they bring that same level of effort and pressure, they can beat Collingwood. They, so, they got
0: beaten by a better drilled side in, in the moment that it mattered in that last minute to two minutes. That, that, that's what they got beaten by. And, and there's the old fool me once, shame on uh, you, fool me uh, twice, shame on me. Uh, there's all that. And, and then if you just go the George W, it's, you, can't, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> um, <laughs> that kick into the middle yeah. late in the game. Leave it, was yeah, Lever the match, yeah, Ma- match win, and, and, were- and the bounce to get it over. I mean, it, it, they got there. a lucky bounce to get it over Motlop, but uh, all right, your three voter. And
1: by the way, Carlton just—they just have to win to make finals, so <laughs> there's a desperation there that might come through for them. It's a final; they're playing at dollar ninety-six on barefair.com. Oliver, I'm back into win the Brownlow. My three voter. Yeah. we should have got a drum roll. I, I. Th- I obviously chips in Melbourne about beat Brisbane a little bit, so that's the way I'm leaning. I think Oliver won't—they won't tag him. I think Neil can be tagged, and Oliver to win the Brownlow is mine. Who wins before we go? You got who wins the Brownlow
0: I got Lockie Neil.
1: Lockie Neil. You're going with the predictor. Here. Why not? Well, it's been
0: right three that's years in right. a row that's and right. the runner-up as well. So three years in a row there's been Quinellas. Hey, if you're following along the Brownlow medal predictor on Betfair and you are having a punt, make sure you gamble responsibly. one Hey, we'll speak to you before the Brownlow, maybe even on the night of the Brownlow, yet to be determined. But uh, enjoy round 23, Tommy. We'll speak to you next week. I'll be glued to the TV. Thank you very much, mate. Hey, that's it for the Brownlow lowdown. All thanks to Betfair. Off the tee with Nick Ahern up next.